Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sumi is called the art of the unique brush stroke because you do not correct what appears on the paper. You are in a kind of uh, special attention to the moment. So when you paint, um, you don't think this is bra- brush stroke is, is bad or I don't know why this. No, you do not judge what you are doing. You not ju- do not judge what appears. And this is, for me, very interesting to not in uh, only in art but in life yeah to to accept what happens on the paper i think art is a form of expression for an artist it is so personal it's inspiring thought provoking it's like a language in itself that can be interpreted in so many different ways and i believe can change lives I am so in awe of all the artists that I have chatted with in this series and I have personally learned and gained so much from each conversation and I hope you do the same. So happy listening. Hi everyone. Today I am in conversation with Christina Dominguez. Christina is um an educator counselor, artist. Uh, She wears so many hats, uh, but as she has told me um, earlier on that she's now become a full-time artist. And I also want to add here, um, knowing her background, that she's also a traveler, just like I am. So thank you so much uh, for talking to me today, Christina. And um, I understand that you're I mean, you normally live in Barcelona, but at the moment you're up in the mountains. Of course, we're going to hear a lot about that from you. So thank you. I'm really, really happy um, to be talking with you today. Thank you for your invitation, Payal. It's a really pleasure for me to stay here with you and just talk about life and art and future projects, or not so future, perhaps present projects. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe we should start in that order then, uh, as you've mentioned, (laughs) talk about life and then um, art. So, you know, as I mentioned in my introduction, you were, you were, or you still are more um, into education, uh, right? Before you became a full-time artist. Yeah, in in fact, I studied um, history and geography. I have a degree in these two disciplines. And 30 years ago, I went, I traveled to Russia. I was studying Russian because I was really interested in 
history, history of the revolution, history of ideas, of course. And I was really interested in this part of the world. So when I was 21 years old, I did not finish my degree. I went to Moscow to study cartographics. Cartographics is uh, making maps. Uh, and after this experience in Moscow, I worked 10 years as a cartographer. My life in the editorial world was just making maps. I enjoyed a lot this, this part of my life close to drawing, drawing, yeah? Because yeah, cartographics yeah. is a kind of art with mathematical uh, flow inside. Yeah, because you have to put the, you know, the latitude, yeah. the longitude, yeah. all of that. Yeah. All the points have to yeah. stay in an exact place, etc. So after this period, I felt that my work was not in contact with people. So it was a really intellectual and a kind of, bit artistic work, but I need interact with people. So then I studied um, as a counselor. I prepared two years as a counselor um, because I really interested in communication and I wanted to understand people. So with 39 years old, I started these studies and just finishing, I worked as a teacher during 10 years more, teaching history and geography, my original studies. This period was absolutely amazing for me. I loved teach um, kids from 10 years to 18. My studies as a counselor helped me a lot to understand his problems, what happens in the school, what happens in their lives. And after that, I started my full artist life. <laughs> so how did uh, that transition happen? I mean, and what kind of, uh, do you remember this one uh, point in your life and, you know, and the reason why you decided to transition from doing all these wonderful things to becoming a full-time artist? It's not a beautiful event. I lost my work in a not really beautiful context. I did not understand this event. Now I can understand that it's an event that it's not really relation with me, but with the school life and the institution decision. So I was uh, practically 50 years old and I decided to stop and think what I want to do. I want, really, I want to work for third part in a project of other people, other institution. No, I want to feel that I'm working in my own project. This is, was the interesting thing in this change of life. I think that I can, I could think in these terms because I have a family, mm -hmm. uh, my husband, has a good work. I've been, I work at 25, 27 years nonstop. So the circumstances um, 
me permitieron. Um, sí, you and allowed you to allowed me yeah. to think what I really want to do. Mm. And I really wanted to paint. But the interesting thing is I do not all, not only want to paint, but teach other people paint. The both persons are inside me. There is yeah. an artist, and but the there teacher. is a teacher. Yeah, yeah. because you, you, so, were, yeah. you were a teacher at one point. So yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think that in me is, um, is more strong the teacher than the artist. But let's see in a few years, <laughs> which one of my parts is stronger. But uh, you know, the artist life sometimes is uh, isolated, is... Um, it, it's there is something hard in being an artist because always you are in dialogue with yourself yeah uh, this is the reason sometimes i need to expose me in front of other people and teach them and the interesting thing is that sometimes i discover when i paint i discover perhaps a technique perhaps a trick or perhaps something about the struggles of painting that i want to teach to other people. Mm. And I feel that there is a kind of uh, beautiful energy in this game. Movement, yeah. Movement, and, and, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, it and, and so this also enables you to interact with other people. Uh, and and at the same time, you know, share your creativity and probably, um, you know, it kind of gives you other ideas as well uh, when you when you yes. connect with different yes. people. Yes, yeah. When yeah. we are together, sometimes um, uh, we together think new projects, new ideas, um, and this is a kind of uh, air for me is 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 energy that perhaps alone only with my production it does not exist it doesn't happen okay so um i remember when i met you in barcelona very very recently and and just by chance um and i'm so happy that that happened uh, and this is you know this this is what it means to get connected to people right um yes. So you uh, did mention that, um, you know, you've, you, you were very fascinated with Japanese art um, and you spent time, I mean, if you can just recall for me that story that, you know, yes, and, and a, for my listeners. It's, yeah, it's a funny story and I think quite unique. Um, as I mentioned, I'm not an, um, an artist with a degree in, in arts. My degree is in cartographics. And as I mentioned, I, I studied um, cartographics in Russia in 1991. At this time, it was not Russia, but the USSR. USSR, yeah. USSR, yeah. yeah. And there, in this cartographic institution, university, I met a Chinese woman who was there just um, improving their Russian. She was Russian teacher in China. 
Oh, sorry. So it was not Japanese, it was Chinese. She was Chinese. Okay, and sorry. She yeah. was there because, um, of course, political relations. I'm talking 30 years ago, and now it's more or less the same, these relations between China and Russia, so complex relations, continue. But anyway, this woman, uh, she was 41 years old, and I was 21 years old. This woman um, was there just because uh, my tutor or teacher was friend of her. And my tutor decided to send us both together to different Russian cities just for practicing Russian in her case and know mm, the country and other cartographers in Russia in, for me. Yeah. So the question is that we traveled together sometimes understanding nothing because the country was in a kind of chaos. But anyway, this experience was uh, incredible, a kind of magic. Every night when we sometimes no dinner, no lunch, no train, no meeting, lots of uh, chaos uh, things, but every night, before going to sleep, Juan He is her name, uh, started uh, to practice a little bit of calligraphy and painting. This kind of Chinese and yeah. Japanese art called uh, Sumie or uh, Shui Bokuga or Shodo. Anyway, the question is that is my first contact with this kind of art in a very unique context. I think this is something special in my life. Yeah. So 30 years later, I remember the feeling I felt in these times. And I decided to practice. Because I've been working 30 years, I did not practice this art. But um, Exactly, I don't know why, but in a moment, two years ago, I decided to practice in deep this kind of art because I think or I felt that it's a kind of meditation. And this is the thing i showing now in Barcelona and here in La Garrocha with this type of art. So you're saying that art is um, in your mind like therapy. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And healing. So how, yeah, so give me some examples of, you know, um, how some art that you have created um, has impacted uh, someone else. And, you know, and, and you've heard, um, about how it's uplifted them or, you know, if, it, if it's brought about any kind of social change in their lives. Um, any examples that come to mind? Examples from me or? Yeah, from, from you. From me, yeah, yeah. For example, this uh, last December, yeah, um, I participated in a, 
global international exposition in Tokyo with more than 400 artists who practices sumie, this kind of paint. From all, all over, over the, the world. All over the world. All wow. over the world. And yeah. they all came to Japan. The, the works, not the people, but the yeah, works. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The, a few people went to Japan, but uh, it's more than 420 works of sumie in Tokyo. And um, the exposition is called Art Beyond Boundaries. And the two the people who organizes this exposition want to show that art is really beyond boundaries. I don't know if you know, but in Japan, for example, now there are lots of Ukrainians who went there and they are working in helping these these persons that are um, in this uh, situation. complicated yeah. situation. Yeah. But of course, they invited Russian artists. And it was really interesting in the opening event to see all these people together because art is as yeah is beyond yeah is beyond, beyond conflict um, is um, beyond yeah. something art is beyond for me is is my is my feeling and my thinking and my practice on the other hand in my courses in barcelona we met in yeah. taller balam um there is coming people with mental uh, problems and illness and practically always they they say me this time painting with you is different time from the rest of my life because sumie is uh, really when sumie arrives to japan through buddhist monks is a kind of practical meditation sumie is the practice that the monks mm, do between the normal work and the meditation. For example, you are working in, I don't know, anyway, in, in a work and it's time to meditate. Before meditate, you practice 20 or 30 minutes of sumie. In this time, how to say, thinking goes down and the body that i don't know how but you feel your body more than before after this work you can go and sit hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online 
and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And meditate. I explain this, I practice this with my uh, students and practically all of them feel that this kind of artistic practice is not just art, it's not just creation. It's a f- way to connect with your themselves. inner self. So yeah. it's basically yeah. you connect with your inner self and yeah. you're able to um, feel a sense of calmness and, you know, a sense of well-being. Um, and, you know, so whatever stresses that you have in your day-to-day existence with work or family or whatever it may be, it kind of uh, helps you to um, process it and relax. Okay, yeah, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, which is why um, J- Japanese practices are uh, considered to be so um, so calming, and you know, and that's why the word Zen comes Zen. from. Yeah, yeah. 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 And- this is. Sumi is a is one of the parts of Zen practices, like Ikebana is yeah. the floral arrangement, yeah. Yeah. like the um, tea ceremony, yeah, and so on. And Sumi is one of this one, these uh, Zen practices. So just a little more about uh, Sumi and you know what like. Are there colors? Are there any specific kind of, um, uh, you know, paints that are used? Is there any, is it free flow? What's the method behind it? Okay, uh, because uh, Sumi has a very, very long story. Um, I can say that it's interesting to study what happens with Sumi during this time, because there are, Few things that change, but all the things hasn't changed. So the interesting thing for me or part is the part that has not changed because it's a long, has a long, long, long story and arrives to us. Sumi, um, first of all, you are always using traditional um, materials. Okay. First of all, the ink, the, I have an ink here, perhaps I can show you later. Okay. Uh, ink is a natural ink produced with um, natural oils and products, no chemics there. Um, fude is the brush, call it Fude. Fude is made with natural uh, hair too, but I look for um, brushes that uh, are respectful with animals, of course. Yeah. It's necessary to pay attention to these things. Yeah. The other uh, traditional um, element is paper, rice or bamboo paper very, very old production arrives till now. 
and uh, the fourth treasure, because these these elements are called the four treasures, is the stone where you prepare the ink. These four elements are used till they've been always, yeah, always, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Until now, we continue using these treasures. Then, what about teaching Sumi? It's very interesting because it's a kind of, for me, as a woman of the Mediterranean, it's a very oriental way of thinking because you learn through paint for just for different flowers or plants. Bamboo, chrysanthemum, um, Prunus, uh, how to say in English? Uh, ciruelo. Um, um, yeah. Um, pru, pru, yeah, I think I, I think I know uh, what it is. But anyways, yeah, yeah. We can look it up later. And, yeah. and the orchid. Okay. Orchid? Yeah. yeah. And the student, uh, the first things that the student learns is to paint this for plants or flowers, but you never leave these flowers. You, during your life, continue to practicing with these four. Um, Honorables Caballeros is the name in Spanish. Okay. Uh, noble, four noble. Uh, Cabareros is um, horsemen? No, it's. No. Not, yeah, I think I, yeah, um, I will, you keep talking, I will tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the four novels, anyway. And um, the, 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 the painter. Uh, gentleman, yeah. It, yeah, the four, yeah. the four gentlemen, yeah. Gentlemen, you yes. paint the four gentlemen during your whole life. Yeah. And feeling that you are practicing with the same uh, gentleman, you you know, <laughs> flower <laughs> flower or plant, you are always learning something different. You are always looking at the same, but you are always seeing something different and new. This is the magic of Sumi for me, because you are trying to look at the same thing with different eyes yeah or... every time there is a different uh perception or you yeah. know you, yeah. yeah yeah it could also depend on um how your feeling mood. on that day your mood your yeah. feeling yeah. 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 yeah 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 there is another very interesting thing that in sumi sumi is called the art of the unique brush stroke because you do not correct what appears on the paper. You are in a kind of uh, special attention to the moment. So when you paint, um, you don't think this is brush stroke is, is bad or I don't know why this. No, you do not judge what you are doing. You not do not judge what appears. Mm. And this is for me, very interesting to not in uh, only in art, but in life. Yeah. To to 
accept what happens on the paper. Yeah. It's a kind of school of acceptance or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's very, very uh that's actually quite um philosophical, but at the same time, um, you know, it is reality. And a lot of people need to adapt that way of thinking into their lives. And the fact that you've been able to do it using and you've understood the concept um, and appreciated and have brought it into your life uh, and have made it like a practice for yourself. And then you're able to share the same with um, all the other people who are a part of your, you know, who, who are students and um, and I, I'm sure your extensive uh, network of family, friends, you know, if you're able to reach um, out to these people through your teachings, um, I think that's that's quite commendable. Um, so, uh, Christina, tell me a little more about some of the projects that you are working on at the moment. Okay. As you know, I I make uh, different workshops in Taller Balam in Barcelona, which yeah? is an art gallery. It is an art gallery and and little art school because because they program lots of different techniques there. Few of them are Japanese. It's, it's interesting, but <laughs> and I of course here in the mountains in Garrocha, I. I make my own uh, projects as a teacher. Um, uh, here I, I feel really creative and I am teaching about different oriental artists. I, my, my, my courses here are a little bit more academic, but of course, always with a practice. The end always is to, to, to feel yeah. what happens when you paint. But I here, because I thought that here is an interesting place to show what happens with the oriental way of look at the nature, because the relation with nature, especially in Zen, uh, for me is something interesting and it makes sense to teach that here, because we are surrounded of a beautiful nature. Now I am preparing um, for this summer an exposition. It will be part of this Tokyo works that I explained before. Yeah. Will come, will come to this place, and will stay here for two and a half months. And my idea, and I think it will happen is to explain during two months um, this interesting uh, interaction between this kind of art and nature and the respect with nature. My teacher in Tokyo will come a few days ah. here. Yeah, so it becomes uh, something personal struggling, but <laughs> I'm very happy that she decided to come and see uh, what happens here. I just registered um, an association called um, Mediterranean Sumie Association. My 
I think my mission or mission, I don't know, is to show and explain this art, not only as an art practice, but a philosophical perhaps way of life. And this is the reason I created the association because in Spain there are few painters, but we are a bit random Mm, walking, yeah. 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 yeah, and yeah. I would like to to make uh, projects all together because together we have more a bigger voice or something, and no more plans. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is. I mean, this is great. Um, you know, the fact that you are so focused and the fact that. Um, you want to use your experience, your knowledge, your um, uh, your passion, your love for what you do. You want to uh, clearly, as you yourself said, have a bigger voice for it, and you know you want to use it um, as a way of of life um, to try and um, give other people the opportunity to also think like that and and I think that's that's like a really really um, you know um, a plan that I can see is straight from the heart um, and you know and, and it's it's incredible yeah. I wish you all the very best and um, very quickly where exactly exactly is your home um in the mountains how far is it from barcelona yeah my my home this home is in a little village called san privat dambas i will write you later san privat dambas yeah okay. san privat dambas this is in a beautiful valley and municipality called Valdambas okay. is nine kilometers from Olot. Yeah. Olot is the city, the, yeah. the capital of Garrocha. Yeah. And from Barcelona is one hour, 10 minutes in by car. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, not because far. Because even Olot is about, I would say, close to two hours, right? By car or slightly less than two hours. Less. It's less. It's, because it's I've less. been to, I've been to Olot and I've, been around that area yeah well. you know it's a volcanic um yeah territory but this part of Garrocha is a little bit more green and it's a very interesting place to know not only because art but just, yeah. for, just for the landscape and the beautiful forest the river and mountains it's a and it, it is very special about um animals here we have special um, amphibious, amphibious, um, amphibious animals, amphibious yeah. and uh, birds, and lots of special, unique animals to see. I love uh, being surrounded of, with of yeah, animals and, and nature. And with nature, I think that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the other, the other interesting thing I want to tell you is that this home is more than six or 700 years old. My husband and me were looking for this kind of place for a long time. And now, right now, I feel that restore this old, 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 old home is, is something like a present to, to the world because I feel that 
of course it's us but our vocation is to 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 receive people here inside in fact we are receiving people to paint to learn to yeah. talk to trust one another and i think this kind of um initiative has something beautiful to the world yeah because is to um, compartir to yeah compartir to share to is share these yeah. old stones yeah. with people yeah amazing Amazing. It's just been so nice talking to you, Christina. I could have gone on and on and on, but yeah, I sure. guess at some point I will need to um, end the conversation. But um, once again, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed listening to you and and you sharing, you know, so openly and so generously your um, your. Uh, journey and you know and where you are today um looking at you you know i feel like um a certain calmness <laughs> so thank you so much i really really appreciate it thank you to you payal the pleasure is mine and see you I don't know, in, in Barcelona, in Singapore, Singapore or here. Or somewhere, or yes, up in the mountains or somewhere, who knows? In the world. <laughs> in the world, yeah. Thank you, Payal. Thank you and so thank much. you for your project. It's very interesting that you give voice to different artists and people with interesting projects in the world. It's a kind of present to, the, to our sometimes difficult world. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See you. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. Yeah, Thank I you. will. <laughs> For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.